Good afternoon and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. I'm Lee Cuban, Master Certified Life Coach and Mindset Coach. I'm Sandra Priestley, I'm a Business and Branding Coach, Feng Shui Practitioner. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Welcome to my new wallpapered office. I love it. It is <laughs> absolutely stunning. It feels so, so cool. So much better than the interrogation room. It felt like I was sitting in before. No, you did kind of sit in an interrogation room for a few weeks. I do like interrogation, but <laughs> it worked really well as a parole officer, but not so good, you know, as a bat. Not in your house. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am drinking this because I love the bottle. Okay. And my husband loves rum. <gasps> from Paul loves that. Bamboo. Yeah. Bamboo uh, rum company. Yeah. I don't I know. Love, but I recognize that bottle. I don't drink I love, it. I love the bottle. I love the cork. It's like, you know, like I feel like a pirate. Kind of. <laughs> like, so are but, you drinking it over ice? I am drinking it with ginger ale and oh. a, a half of a, a lime, like a lime. Okay. And uh, I'm going to taste it. Mm, oh my gosh. It's good. It's really good. It's really good. Oh. I love it. I read, you know, I love to read on the companies of things. Uh -huh. So I read that rum actually originated in Barbados, which is where this company comes from. Okay. 400 years ago, it originated in Barbados. 400 years ago, rum wow. was born and they mix the rum with some, um, some Barbadian spices. Mm-hmm. Authentic to Barbados. Okay. And they use the crystal clear water that is from oh. Barbados in their distilling of the rum. And I thought that is pretty friggin' special. Mm -hmm. So I love it. Nice. And I I just like I just thought that the bottle was so cool. So uh -huh. I need an eye patch now. There you go. <laughs> What are you drinking today? Well, I'm a lazy drinker today. Oh. So um, it's just some Josh Rosé, but it was opened this weekend. Yeah. And it was sitting there. And I was like, you need to drink that before you have to pour it out. Yeah. So I'm kind of being lazy, but it's really good. And it's one of my favorites. And thrifty. <laughs> I'm being thrifty. Yes. So, oh my gosh, this weekend we, um, we had taken Maria back and we had Easton with us. We took Maria back to San Antonio. Lily was at work. So Easton was with us. We get her there back with her mama. We're getting home and something told me, check your phone. Cause I didn't have the GPS on. Okay. Um, and I normally keep it on so that if there's wrecks, it can reroute us. Okay. Um, and, but an exit was coming up that sometimes it will tell us to take because it's quicker than going the way we normally go. 
So I turned it on and sure enough, it said, get over. So I told Paul, I'm like, we've got about a mile, but you know, get over when you can. And he got over and pretty quickly and we're just trucking along. And I noticed, so the freeway is like five lanes and we are in the second from the last over here, like on the right side. Okay. So this guy from all the way on the left and it's trafficy. This guy from all the way on the left zips over oh. into the to the car in front of us and the car and then he slows down. So oh. the car in front of us slams on their brake because they're going to hit him. Yeah. And Paul then has to slam on his brakes to avoid and it was happening so fast. And all I can think of is Easton is in the car and we are getting ready to plow into this car in front of us. Well, in the meantime, the guy apparently looks back and realizes what he's done. So he jumps over into the next lane where there is a car that kind of turns almost sideways, trying to avoid him. And Paul's got the brakes going on. And I just looked out and I'm praying. And I'm looking out the side mirror and I see the car behind us just getting ready to, and I'm like, okay, it's, it's happening. Like there's nothing that I can do right now. I'm just going to expect that everything is going to be fine Mm -hmm. after we wreck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because there was no way in my mind, there were six cars all getting ready to be entangled and Paul has this thing on his truck where, I mean, the tires were squealing. Um, I guess the, the, it seems like the steering wheel turned. I don't know. And he said that was the truck, but it stopped us like it. And we did not get hit. Wow. It was like, there were angels all the way around this whole conglomeration of vehicles because it could have been so 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 bad so no one got hit not one single person wow and of course I'm shaking yeah and sick to my stomach and I'm like Easton are you okay and I he didn't say anything and I turn around and look in the back seat he's asleep oh gosh yay yay we didn't make that memory with him yeah (laughs) excuse me but all the way home, I was replaying it. And I was like, holy shit. Like this could have been so bad. This could have like all these things could have happened. And I'm uptight, like anxious. Even when we get home. So that's 30 minutes from the house, probably. So for 30 minutes, I'm stewing, I'm telling the story. I'm making it bigger. I'm what if in it to death. And I get home and I tell Paul, I'm like, I'm still not right. And he goes, why? We are fine. And it was like, boom, right in the head. Instead of going, wow, look at all that could have gone wrong. And in the midst of that, I was in the right place at the right time. Why am I not celebrating that? Right. Instead of focused on something that could have happened. 
that almost did happen. But, and then, you know, you look back on your life and you look at those moments that could have been disastrous that you avoided. And we all have them. Yeah. Lots of Lots. Yet we are walk around fearful. Yes. Oh, what if this happens? What if this, oh, got to be super careful over here. Yeah. But it was a great reminder for me to stop looking at what I'm afraid of or what could go wrong or what could have gone wrong Mm -hmm. and celebrate the hell out of the stuff going right. Yeah. Because it's like the universe has showed me so much of that this week just by letting go and going, I wonder how that's going to work out. Got to get this stuff done. Mm -hmm. I I don't have time to fret about it. And then like magic, poof, let me take care of that for you, Lee. You know, when my husband and I were, we were wanting to leave our jobs in the prison. We had no idea like what we were going to do or where we were going to go. Or, you know, we were, we were driving back from uh, visiting where we grew up and our parents lived there at the time. And so we, we drove past and we saw the sign to this small little city, 10,000 people and Kemp said, I wonder if there's a job there for me. Like, and it was so wild. We had never seen the city that we now live in before we moved (laughs) and no clue, but we did that same thing. It felt like the most delicious manifestation Mm-hmm. And I swear that it was because we stayed in that energy of grateful for where we were. Like we were, we were still grateful to be yeah. working in prison. You know, we were grateful to live in this mountain town. It was beautiful. There was cougars, there was elk, there was grizzly bears and timber wolves. And that you sounds know, scary, Sandra. It As I'm saying it, it does, but you know, like it, it's like, it's, it's what we were surrounded with. It was beautiful. Like we had mountain, we were on the side of the mountain and we would walk across the street into like wilderness. Mm-hmm. And so we were grateful for where we were. And then we decided that we were going to, we wanted to move. And it literally became this like, obstacle and we just stayed in the faith and then it just we moved through it and then another obstacle and we're like oh I wonder what's gonna happen oh there it goes and it just felt delicious I can't Mm -hmm. explain it other than that it's just like to experience an obstacle that just seemed like oh okay well this how's that gonna work itself out this will just clear up. I wonder how, uh-huh. you know, and, and we never panicked. We were just like, yeah, well, okay. Well, I wonder what's going to happen versus some of the other situations that I definitely have gone down the rabbit hole of despair on. Right. Mm-hmm. And even like uh, situations where they didn't even exist, like an obstacle didn't present Actually, I probably deal with the obstacles better than I deal with the fear of one. 
Yeah. Or the potential yeah. of one. Like when the obstacle's there, I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's move through it. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, it's more real of an obstacle than it is when I'm facing it. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the emotion attached mm-hmm. to it, right? The fear. Yeah. Fear is, oh, powerful. I would rather deal with what I, like, it's easier to deal with what is than yeah. what if. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I, I remember just feeling like we were fucking powerhouses because we met with a lot of different scenarios, different, like, you know, our house went to go, we um, sold our house and then all of a sudden something came up. I can't remember. It was like a new law and we had to get our houses rezoned or something. It was like crazy ridiculousness. And it caused us to have to rent this house for a week before, like we pushed everything back. Right. And I remember thinking like people were saying, Oh my gosh. And kind of catastrophizing it for us. Yes. And I remember thinking all of these people would create the energy that creates a bigger problem. Correct. That's why you don't tell people when shit like that happens because they're going to go, Oh my God, are you okay? What are you going to do? Oh, oh, I feel so bad for you. And I don't want to be in that energy. No. In the energy of like, fuck, okay, what are we going to do? (laughs) What's going to happen? But it does, it feels so powerful, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. To just go, oh, okay. Here's an obstacle. I wonder what's going to happen. Cause it's going to cure up because everything works out for me always. Always. Yeah. I was, I was with a, a patient this week and she doesn't live in the vortex and I don't know that she knows there's a vortex, um, mm-hmm. but she's really been struggling losing weight. Says she's sticking to plan hundred percent. Well, she starts telling me how stressed she is this week mm. and her son is out with his friends and apparently has been speeding and he just got this job offer for Mercedes Benz. But if he gets one more ticket, they're going to cut him out of the program. And so now it's her job to make sure he doesn't get a ticket. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that has nothing to do with you. Like, yeah, if he gets a ticket, he gets kicked out of the program that's on him, but you can't, and you know, you can't make him not speed. Like, yeah, he's an 18 year old boy. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do. And so that wasn't the right thing to say to her, Sandra. <laughs> Some of us don't like the truth. No, because you because could have said the same thing to me. You might be probably did say the same thing to me about my oldest right yeah yeah and it's but I mean I took it because I knew that you were right well and you knew where it came from yeah but she dug in Mm, she's like no she said um I have to make sure as though she has any control I didn't want to laugh but I'm like I know this is his life (laughs) but Then she starts telling the story of how he wasn't home at midnight and she started hearing sirens. 
and she started panicking and freaking out assuming he'd been speeding he could have been in a wreck he'd be dead and they literally got out of bed drove towards the sound of the sirens no i said why didn't you just call him yeah say hey you okay in a ditch (laughs) she said well if he was being pulled over by the police i didn't i didn't want to get him in more trouble and then he wouldn't be able to answer so then i would worry more and i was like oh you're committed Mm -hmm. well she goes there he it's not him but he happened to be there watching it all he was just sitting in a parking lot over there watching it with his friends oh dear and she's like freaking out mad at him and he's like what i'm just sitting here in a parking lot now with some cops yeah you know just because the cops were there and they were talking to them about what had happened because it was a wreck Mm -hmm. but i just laugh because we do we dig in with these things and we can't see them until we're ready until you have someone spew it at you (laughs) yes but also this is what I noticed with coaching. So you tell me if you think that this is the same or you experience it, or maybe I'm just a lucky one. But I noticed that when women have a big goal that they want to achieve, they and it's going to cost some significant shifts for them yeah. in order to reach that goal. I see this all the time with weight loss, but I also see this with business. Oh, with anything. It becomes like their fucking mission to find a distraction. Uh Uh-huh. So instead of, you know, showing up going, I'm not losing weight. I'm blah, 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 blah. What's going on? Well, my life is a shit show. My son, this, my daughter, this, my husband, this, my roof fell in my, my family is this. I've got all of this illness around me. And I'm like, and I have to carry it all. Right. And like, I have literally said to, well, this was just a little while ago. It was, but what exactly is yours here? Because I get that you would feel awful for your neighbor, for this person that, that is like a mom of a kid that you kind of know. I get that you would feel awful because your son is struggling or your daughter is struggling, but they're adults. Yeah. And they don't live with you either. So what is it that you're trying to avoid instead? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a lot of time it's like, we don't want to look in the mirror. So we um, like amplify Mm -hmm. an issue and somehow own it. It's like, yeah. The worst piece of dog shit there is, and you're rubbing your face all over it. It's like you're covered. But it's a distraction that keeps us from showing up. Absolutely. Oh, I can't do this right now. This is hard because I've got to deal with this. That damn kid doing this again. Yeah. I've just got to put my dream on hold. Exactly. Bullshit. That's an excuse full stop. Did not say that. Absolutely. But you could have, but But it might probably wouldn't have gone over well because she wanted to rub her face in it. She was in the middle of it. 
Yeah, yeah. she was, yeah, having her shit bath. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love that. Having her shit bath, but it's the truth. It is totally the truth. And, and yes. thought that you and I haven't done the same thing. And this is the beauty of it. It's not, sure. of course we've done the same. Well, thing. yeah, I did it on Sunday after the almost wreck. Yes. I lost my mind for a minute. Yes. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. That's why I love coaching so much. It's like, it's not like we're sitting here all knowing and have never done it before. No, it happens all the time. <laughs> it happens all the time. And the thing is, it's like, to just sit in awareness of it and have, like, just look at your, look at yourself in the mirror and go, fuck, I'm doing it again. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what dummy. am I wanting to run from? Yeah. What am I wanting to run from? And why am I running towards this pile of shit mm -hmm. when I don't need to? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I, I have absolutely gone down the rabbit hole of crazy. Like we all do. We all do. But it was, it was, I, I've heard her tell her stories and tell her stories and how dramatic things are. And I lost all my photos and oh my, this was different photo lady, oh, but this was a shot. No, this was a shutterfly oh. photo that okay. because she hadn't bought anything in a month or something. They took all of her pictures out. Well, she's been putting all of these pictures in to make an album, but she was waiting until it was right before the time so she could have it printed. Oh. Like a graduation thing. And she was tripping completely mm -hmm. out. And telling the story, like the emotion and the you're feeling for. And the end of the story is... And they ended up calling me back and um, telling me they restored all my photo albums back to where they were. And I got it printed and it didn't miss a beat. But the excruciating pain uh -huh. of just telling the story and the emotion and her hands and she gets angry and I couldn't believe they did this. And, and it's already been worked out. Oh boy. You know, and so I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, that's your pattern that you're in. And that's why I just busted out with, let him get a ticket. If he gets a ticket, it's on him. Has nothing to do with you. Yeah. That is his path. Let him live it. He'll learn from it. You can't fix it for him forever or you will be fixing it for him forever. Yeah. So you're going to let him figure it out on his own or are you going to keep living it for him? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to coach her mm -hmm. outside of weight loss. Mm -hmm. I would absolutely love to. I just don't think she's in the headspace for it yet. I keep, I plant seeds every week. Yeah. But, but she's not one that is ready because it's a commitment, right? It is. And it's work and you got to look at yourself and go, yeah, I'm tired of that dog shit. Mm -hmm. I want something a little fresher <laughs> <laughs> and just yeah I I know I see so many clients that but usually the ones that I work with um they know me from social media they know me from my free group or they're ready 
So they're, they're ready, but yeah. also they know I don't, I, they know I don't hold back. Yeah. Like I'm pretty, you know, so if I had started off with a different type of coaching, like weight loss coaching, I might not be as edgy, <laughs> but I kind of, and, and a lot of times I think, fuck, like, did you really say that? But it is said with such love because I don't want to see women like chew on their excuses to the point where they stay stuck in misery. Right. I can't, I can't mm-hmm. I, because I know how much beauty there is Yeah. when you can step out of that trauma and drama and bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to watch people go through mm-hmm. our kids too, but it's really hard to watch people go through this like self-abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it is, it and is. it's needless suffering. Yeah. Because we yeah. think we're supposed to, I've got to worry about them. I've got to fix everything. No, you don't. No, you don't Yeah, go show up in your life. Let them show up in theirs. Exactly. Be that example for him. Mm-hmm. Guess what I started reading this week? Ooh, did you start reading The Gap in the Game? I did. I did. Is it good? It is good. Um, and I'm not reading it. I'm listening to it. Okay. Because I've decided that if I bought it, it would go in the back of my stack. Yeah. And... I had to go pick up my granddaughter this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so I thought that's two and a half hours. Now, when I picked her up, I had to turn it off and put on Trolls Station on Pandora because that's our jam and we have to have Trolls music. Right. Fun. Um, So is it this like, okay, so this is, this is truly like the happy hour while we're sitting here at the bar, but I want to know. Is it more complex or is it literally like Super simple. the one paragraph that I keep thinking is like, the there's whole- a lot of examples and they get into the why of it. Okay. But it is simple in this and it's two guys that wrote it and they're right. very different guys, but it's cool how they came together. But okay. when we are focused on where we are and where we want to be, And we're gauging that and judging that and fuck, I'm here and I should be there. Why am I not there? Yeah. We're not going to get there. It's not. And if we do, it's not going to be an easy, fun in the vortex ride. Yeah. Um, What we need to be doing is going, where did I start? You know, I think I was saying this last time, but was I talking about sports? Was You're I, always talking about sports. Andrew. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean that lovingly. I know. Um, but I, I was thinking about this, the gap and the gain. And I was thinking mm-hmm. about my son. Hey, he's always living in the gap. But as an elite athlete, semi-pro athlete, I feel like it's always in the gap. They're coached to be in the gap. They're coached to never be happy with where they are. But I was thinking about this just now. When he lives in the gap, everyone else that doesn't have a fucking clue where he's going, they see him in the game. Mm-hmm. People view him in the game and he sees himself in the gap. 
And I probably feel like I see both. Yeah. You know, cause I know where he's going. I know what is expected of him. And then I also go, holy shit. He just started at age yeah. whatever he was in grade nine, 14. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most people are starting in grade three. He started in grade nine, mm-hmm. you know, and look at how far he's come. Look at how much better he is. Look at how much faster yeah. he is. Like, so I feel like I see both. Mm-hmm. It's so intriguing to me that like, i every single thing I can relate to sports or business or yeah. weight loss. <laughs> They're all the same, Sander. Every, every subject is the same. I was okay. talking to one of my coaching clients today and she's struggling a little bit in her business. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I'm trying not to focus on what I'm doing wrong. And she mentioned, she said something about a gap. And I don't even know what she was talking about, but I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. That was the universe telling me, I need to tell you something. There is a book, The Gap in the Game. And I want you, I said, when you're looking at at your business right now, are you gauging it on where you think it should be? And she said, yeah. From where you are to where you think it should be. She said, yeah. And I said, okay, for a minute, I want you to stop doing that. And I want you to imagine a year ago Mm -hmm. when you just bought the place Yeah, and look at where you are now Mm -hmm. from where you were then, not just from the people that I see running around you right now, Yeah, but the way you feel and the way the place, because she's completely renovated this place Mm. and she's doing great, but she thinks she should be sold out and just booked from open to close and on weekends. Well, and I mean, if you look on social media, you'll find someone yapping about it, right? I went from zero clients to booked out in 30 days Mm -hmm. and the truth of the matter is that same person was probably at zero for seven years. <laughs> like, right. right. And that allows us, or that, that social media, that, um, um, uh, comparisonitis. Yeah. That just yeah. perpetuates that game or gap mentality. So, yeah. so right. like I, I often will tell my business or branding clients to stop fucking following everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you can look at it as though if it's possible for them. Yeah. It's possible for me. Yeah. And that's a lot of times times I see I'm coaching women who are like, they're, they're watching that. But at the same time, they're like, if it's working for her in that way, I have to do it in that way. But if it's not a strength of theirs, it's not going to work for them in that way. And that's the key is like, we have to find out like, what's our way. Right. And that's the tricky thing is that when we try to copy someone, that's not authentically us. It's not the same magic. You can't steal someone's magic. No. And it's hard because we might know what our magic is, Mm -hmm. but if we look around and go, that can't be possible because I don't see it anywhere, mm. then we stay small. But I mean, guess what? Ketchup. <laughs> like, I was reading a book, uh, like, well, an excerpt of a book 
on the Dorito effect. And um, like, there are people who fly out the gate and they add things like, you know, cheese to taco chips. No one else has ever done it before. Yeah. Fucking flies. Yeah. It's like when no one else does it before, that's what makes people successful. So you just got to find your thing. Yeah. As soon as you figure out what what are your strengths and Mm -hmm. do that. Everything falls into place. Everything falls into place. I think we're time is up. Time is up. Yes, ma'am. You think correctly. (laughs) Thank you, Sandra. This was quick, but this was good. I enjoyed it. And thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next Thursday on the happy half hour. Bye. Bye.